God's ways are past finding out. No matter how enlightened we become, no matter how much we know about a particular subject, there is much, much more to know. When man assumes he knows all there is to know about any subject, his intellectual growth in the area of knowledge ends, and he becomes dangerous in his arrogance. Unregenerated men will never know it all. They will never know the root cause of all things. But those redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ will one day, when they see Jesus face to face, know even as they are known. Those of us who have been born again have begun the journey to perfect and total knowledge. But those who have not will continue to stumble at noonday in befuddlement and self-deception until the day of eternal judgment. To those of you who have not been born into the family of God, why not begin today while there is still time? Click on the Further with Jesus for entrance into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. God made one woman for Adam versus many. God said in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. In the New Testament, the Word of God commands bishops, deacons, and elders to be the husbands of one wife. One example passage is Titus chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. If any be blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or unruly. God commands us to abstain from all forms of fornication, etc. Man said we are all animals. Each animal exists at a level of the evolutionary chain. We, like other animals, have the innate desire to mate, and like the other animals, we should mate as often and as with many of the opposite sex as we wish. This old, outdated concept of one wife or one husband is simply a social construct formed by the Bible, an outdated book written by mere men. Now the record. In every instance, God's word is true and righteous altogether. God's commandments concerning sexual promiscuity and monogamy have been proven correct repeatedly. The innumerable problems mankind experiences because of sexual promiscuity should be evident to all. Imagine this. According to a new report excuse me, released by AGI, half of all American youths will have contracted a sexually transmitted disease by the age of 25. The lifetime cost to treat the infected youths aged 15 to 24 is estimated at $6.5 billion. The consequences of STDs are devastating, including possible insanity, infertility, and death. Marital infidelity has ruined millions upon millions of marriages and destroyed the emotional and spiritual stability of tens of millions of children, and there's no end to its escalation in sight. The evolutionary idiom that promotes multiple sexual partners has proven disastrous. New scientific developments continue to surface. Getting pregnant is quite a problem for many couples, and solving that problem has become a multi-billion dollar industry. Reproductive immunologist Carolyn Colum, excuse me, from the Scher Institute for Reproductive Medicine in Chicago, claims that as many as 80% of unexplained pregnancy losses may be a result of the mother-to-be's immune system. According to Colum, the success of a pregnancy hinges upon whether or not the baby is accepted by the mother's immune system. 
This following excerpt is from the Health and Medicine section of the October 21, 2002 issue of U.S. News & World Report, written by Douglas Fox. The title is, Why Sex, Really? Why would a mother's body attack her own fetus? For starters, it's only partly hers. Half of the fetus's genes are foreign material coming from the father. That strangeness can prompt the mother's immune system to treat the fetus like an invading bacterium. Her ensuing counterattack contributes to a whole spectrum of disorders, according to Kelton Tremelin, a researcher of the University of Adelaide in Australia. The problems include infertility, recurrent miscarriages, low birth rate, and preeclampsia, a complication where the mother's blood pressure rises to life-threatening levels. The notion of an immune system is also prompting revolutionary ideas about the evolution of human sexuality. Frequent coupling between partners, requiring long-term relationships, may inoculate mothers to accept foreign genes, ensuring complete pregnancies and the survival of the human species, end of quote. Disregard the erroneous illusion to the evolution of human sexuality, but take special note of the statement, Frequent coupling between partners requiring long-term relationships may inoculate mothers to accept foreign genes, ensuring complete pregnancies and the survival of the human species. This one-mate long-term relationship is emphasized over and over again in this feature article. Again, the article reports, Under normal circumstances, the mother's immune system wouldn't tolerate a foreign body setting up shop inside her, but miraculously in pregnancy it does. According to the emerging theory, this is partly because before pregnancy occurs, repeated exposure to the father's semen allows her immune system to learn to recognize his foreign genes. There's, a, there's millions of sperm cells, explains Gustav Decker, a high-risk pregnancy specialist at the University of Adelaide, but only one will fertilize the egg. The purpose of the other sperm is to give the message to the mother's immune system that some foreign genes mean no harm. This diplomatic overture occurs with each act of intercourse. For many hours after steamy entanglement gives way to dreamy drowsiness, the encounter continues to play out on a microscopic cell. scale. Excuse me. White blood cells from the woman's immune system scour her cervix for the man's foreign proteins, even entire sperm cells, back to the lymph nodes where her immune system gradually learns to recognize and tolerate them. We think that's really a key to the whole immunology process, says Tremelin, end of quote. Dealing with the concept of the reproductive process and the idea of one long-term sexual partner, Tremulin also said, Until recently, I don't think we had any idea that ongoing sexual contact had any biological advantages. End of quote. A group of researchers, including Tremulin, were scheduled in late 2003 to begin research into TGF-beta, which is a chemical found in the male semen, this chemical signals the female's immune system that all is well and that her immune system should accept the foreign genes. They hope to prove that TGF-beta could prevent reoccurrent miscarriages. Regular long-term exposure to the husband's semen appears to be an important key to a successful pregnancy and more, again from U.S. News & World Report. Repeated contact with the father's semen may increase the mother's chance of having an uneventful pregnancy. 
One study of 1,011 couples found that the women had a 5% chance of developing preeclampsia during pregnancy if she had intercourse with the father for at least 12 months previously. That skyrocketed to 40% if the couple had intercourse for only four months or less before conceiving. Another study found that consistently using condoms which prevent contact with the man's semen increases the chances of preeclampsia. Finally, a study of 134 women revealed an increased risk of preeclampsia excuse me, during their first pregnancy with a new partner if they previously had children with someone else, as though building up the immune tolerance to a specific partner really does require time, end of quote. Reports claim that exposure to the husband's semen has also been linked to happier moods for the wife. On this subject, expect much more to come from future research. Unfortunately, man's input has proven in many ways damaging to the reproductive process. Things such as condoms, diaphragms, birth control, etc. all have their own drawbacks. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 19 verses 4 through 6. And he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. Science has begun to understand the physical mechanism by which this oneness comes to pass. A genetic union between man and women, and then offspring, a child that is product of half of each. This oneness is compared to the oneness of Christ and the church. The Bible calls it a mystery. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 31 and 32. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. This spiritual union occurs when surrendered believers are inoculated with the Spirit of Christ and become one with the Father through Christ Jesus, part of the family of God. Thousands of years before science began to understand the reasons why, God said one husband, one wife, and one flesh. If mere men wrote the Bible as the Antichrist claim, how could they possibly have known? God said, Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. God made one woman for Adam versus many. God said in Genesis 2.24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. In the New Testament, the word of God commands bishops, deacons, and elders to be the husbands of one wife. One example passage is Titus chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting, and ordain elders in every city, as I had appointed thee. If any be blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children and accused and not accused of right or unruly, God commands us to abstain from all forms of fornication, etc. Man said, We are all animals. Each animal exists at a level of the evolutionary chain, and we, like all other animals, have the innate desire to mate, and like the other animals, we should mate as often and as with many of the opposite sex as we wish. This old, outdated concept of one wife and one husband is simply a social construct formed by the Bible, an outdated book written by mere men. Now you have the record.